Hello children. I am Sunanda Depal, your English teacher. Today I am going to tell a story. The name of the story is Father to an Antheater by Gerald Durrell. Actually, this passage is an account of the experiences that Gerald Durrell and his wife had when they were on an animal collecting trip in Paraguay, a country in South Central America. Now, let me begin. A villager wandered into our camp carrying a sack. Opening the sack, he pulled out the most delightful animal I had ever seen. She was a young giant anteater, about one week old. She was about the size of a corgi, with black ash, gray and white fur, a long slender snout and a pair of tiny eyes. The man said he had found her wandering about in the forest. He thought her mother had been killed by a jagger. I paid him and thus became a father to one of the most charming children I have ever met. The first difficulty came almost at once. We had a baby's feeding bottle. And after a search of the whole village, we discovered wanted. Very old and unhygienic in appearance. After one or two attempts, the baby took to the bottle, but feeding her was a painful performance. Young entertainers cling to their mother's back. And she insisted on climbing on one of us nearly the whole time. Her claws were about three inches long and she had a very strong grip. During meals, she clasped your leg affectionately with three paws. With her remaining paw, she held your finger and squeezed it hard at intervals. She was convinced that this would increase the flow of milk from the bottle. At the end of each feed, you felt as though we had been attacked by a bear and your fingers had been jammed in a door. For the first few days, I carried her about with me. She liked to lie across the back of my neck. Her long nose hanging down one side of me and her long tail down the other, like a fur collar. Every time I moved, she would tighten her grip in a panic. And this was painful. After she had ruined my fourth shirt, I decided that she would have to cling to something else. So, I filled a sack full of straw and introduced her to that. She accepted it without any fuss and would lie in her cage, 
clutching it happily. We had already named her Sarah. And now, because of this habit of sack clutching, we gave her a surname. And so she became known as Sarah Hagasek. Sarah was a model baby. Beaten feet, she lay quietly on her sack, yawning and showing a sticky pink gray tongue about 12 inches long. At feeding time, she would suck the teeth in her bottle so vigorously that it soon changed from red to pale pink. The hole at the end of it became about the size of a matchstick and the whole thing dropped sadly from the neck of the bottle. When we left Paraguay, Sarah slept peacefully throughout the flight, lying on my wife's lap and snoring gently, occasionally blowing a few bubbles of sticky saliva out of her nose. On arriving in Buenos Aires, our first thought was to give Sarah a treat. We would buy her a nice new shiny teat. We went to a lot of trouble selecting one exactly the right size, shape and color. Put it on the bottle and presented it to Sarah. She was outraged. She honked wildly at the mere thought of a new teeth and sent the bottle flying with a well-directed blow from her paw. She calmed down and started to feed only after we poured back the old teeth on the bottle. She clung to it ever after. Months after her arrival in England, she would not be parted from it. That's all for today, my dear children. If you really like my podcast, then visit our website www.englishwithdifference.com. Thank you very much.